Nature at its best is nature at its simplest. At Red Barn, we've kept it simple for 20 years by concentrating on single-ingredient natural dog treats. Because Mother Nature's actually pretty good at this. Bones are just tasty bones. Meat treats are just nourishing meat. It's nature at its simplest. Look at the label. We want you to. Red Barn Natural Treats. Simply the best. Find it in your local pet specialty store. Try our slow-roasted natural meaty bones. Blog Talk Radio. Wednesday, August 31st, 2011, and you are listening to Boy Crazy Radio. I am your host, Alexi Wasser, uh, and for any of you out there who give a fuck, the intro song that you just heard is called Ecstasy by JJ from their album, which is called JJ Number 2. Oh my goodness, you guys, what is Boy Crazy Radio, you ask? Did you guys just stumble upon this bizarro, weird vortex within a vortex on the interweb called Boy Crazy Radio? And now this obnoxious girl who, you know, sounds like some kind of weird hybrid of like an L.A. Valley-esque girl, whatever, what have you, is just talking at you? Who is this person? It's me. You guys, it's me. And let me explain what Boy Crazy Radio is. All right. Boy Crazy Radio, which is what you are listening to right now, is basically... My blog, which is called I'mBoyCrazy.com, come to life in radio form, even though this is technically a podcast, I still call it a radio show, just let me fucking call it that, it makes me feel like hot shit, the word radio still, for for whatever reason, has more cachet than podcast, okay? Even though podcasts are international and they go everywhere and they're accessible all around the world or whatever, let me just call this a radio show. So anyway, Boy Crazy Radio gives us a chance to talk just one-on-one, you and me, about whatever it is that you want to talk about, all right? Listen, you guys, is anybody out there, are you listening? Are you sad, aimless, heartbroken, overweight, too skinny, dorky, and or all of the above? Is your dad cheating on your mom with you? Are you binge eating and picking at your face on the floor of your shitty little bedroom right now? Do you want to die or better yet, just want to kill someone else, literally or figuratively? Are you freaking out about a boy or a girl and hoping to God that they call you, text you, or just even maybe know that you're alive? Are you having a hard time having a crush on someone because you're still, you're worried that maybe you're a little too good at being single? 
oh, my God, I can totally relate. Call me up. We'll chat all about it. Do you only ever have unprotected sex, but then you lie about it when you're asked about it? Do you need a pep talk in the form of a slap in the face in the form of a podcast? Well, that's what I'm here for. Then call in. All I want to do is be the big sister that you never even knew that you wanted. And maybe, maybe even the big sister that you jerk off to. All right? So call in. I want to hear all about it. That's why I've been put on this planet, maybe. But I do other stuff, too. But whatever. That's neither here nor there. The telephone number is area code 646-378-0649. Or you can call me toll-free. That is how much I care about you, that I provide a toll-free telephone number for you to reach me at, at the goodness and kindness of my heart. It comes out of my pocket. Yeah, you're welcome in advance. And that telephone number is 877-569-3588. And also, you can also reach me via Skype or Gmail if you're somewhere else, if you're in another country, if you're not in Los Angeles or America or wherever you are, if you're super far away. There are so many ways and so many avenues that I have provided so you can call in so you and I can have a chat. Why do I care so much? Why do I want to feel connected to the world and other people? And Because... Listen, I'm an only child. I think I have a lot to say. Uh, And I don't know why, but I swear to fucking God, making you feel less alone and making you and helping you feel heard makes me feel good. Is Is that bizarre? I don't know why I have so much energy. I don't know why I give a fuck, but I really do. It's just in me. It's in me like a lot of men have been. That was horrible. That's a horrible joke. That's really dumb. So why don't you call me and we'll chat and I can stop, you know, saying stupid shit and sounding so frantic. I gave you the telephone number. The chat room is also open. Feel free. Start talking shit about me, your friends. Try not to talk too much shit, okay? Because, come on, let's try to be a little bit nicer. Why do we have to take it such a, a dark place? Why do we have to be shitty to one another? I mean, we can. It's fun. It's fun to be judgmental. But really, it says more about you than the person you're being mean to. That's what I think. That's what I know. Anyway, I want to tell you about thoughts and feelings I'm having this week. But first, I'm going to get to the phone calls because I think that's what this is all about. And also, I'm having kind of a weird night where uh, I'm a little bit emotional because uh, I don't know. I'm really good at being single. And it's nice. I've met really wonderful men and I've been dating and all this stuff, but I don't know. I think I might be very emotionally closed off and I'm having a hard time accepting that I can maybe be in a relationship with someone. I've just been thinking about that or whatever. And it's hard for me. And I think I might need to talk about it with you. And I feel like I'm going to need you, you guys, tonight as much as maybe you need me, I hope maybe. Anyway, we're getting to the phone calls. We're going to get to some boy crazy voicemail messages as well because I have a toll-free voice mailbox number as well for people who can't. Yeah, I said as well twice. Go fuck yourself. How dare you? Just kidding. Wait, come back. Anyway, um, so people leave me messages from all over if they can't call in during the live show. So we'll get to those later, but first come the live phone calls. So another thing, you guys, if you're a fan of the show, if you are listening live, let me know you're listening and let me know by calling in because I want to know that you're actually out there and that this means something to you. So even if you want to tell me a little story, if you want to say hello, if you have a problem or whatever, oh, God, it's hot in my apartment. I'm breathing hard. What a day. Um, Yeah, let me know by calling in because uh, I don't know you're listening unless you call in. All right, taking the first call. It's a Skype call. M-Bam, who is this? Tell me everything. How old are you? Where are you calling from? What's the deal? Um, hello. 
I'm John. I'm 18. Calling from California. Mm-hmm. Um, What's going on with you? How tall are you? I'm, I'm tall. Um, I'm not. <laughs> I'm having a problem with my girlfriend. Who isn't having a problem with your girlfriend? No, I totally understand it. It's, okay, what's going on? Tell me everything. Um, she well, uh, we live far away from each other, and uh, she's uh really emotional, and uh, she gets in these weird moods, which she she doesn't like that we're different in so many ways, and uh, she just um. What's going on? Spit it out. Is this a prank phone call or is there a legitimate problem? Like you guys, you, you guys, you guys broke up or what's the deal? No, uh, I can't really. Heather, you explain it. I don't know what to explain. Oh my God, you're both on the call. Okay, what's the deal? Did you guys break up? Who is this? What's your name? Heather. Okay. Oh, it's Donnie and Heather calling again. You guys are calling under a different guy's name. You've called before. Is this? Is this? A, are you guys in a band? Because if not, I really feel like you could fix your relationship if you're even really in a relationship. But I think you are because if you're spending this much time Skype calling uh, into podcasts, you should be fucking. Is what I think. But anyway, yeah. um, you should all you should also start a band because that could maybe like help you get closer and then, and yeah, then break up. Yeah. Uh, really okay. So what's your deal? What's the problem here? I Heather, I can understand you more clearly. What's happening? Well, um I will I will get in these moods where just like everything makes me want to cry and it's also known as PMS. But it's just um it's not just when I'm PMSing, it's like almost every single day and I will just I'll get upset and and then like I realize that there's no reason for me to be upset about that that's stupid but that doesn't make my feelings go away and um John is tired of hearing it and I don't blame him because I mean who would want to talk to somebody who's crying all the time and so I think I told him to call in because he doesn't really know how to deal with me. Okay, well, let me ask you. How old are you? You're 17 or what? I'm 15. You're 15? How cool. You're going out with an 18-year-old. I mean, I, I shouldn't support this, but I went. I, I lost my virginity to a 19-year-old when I was 15. But anyway, so you guys are still together, but you're on the verge of breaking up. Is this right? Not necessarily. No. We just want to fix you're this. Fighting. Okay. Yes. You're fighting. You want to fix this. Now, what are the fights you're picking? What are the the fights that you're 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 picking with your boyfriend? They aren't really fights so much as me being upset and then him getting tired of hearing it. But um, okay, it's just it's just what like you, about what you, listen. What are you fighting about? Like what are you being upset about? Just be specific with me and try to try to be quick about it. Let me know what, what you're okay, saying. Okay, it's like ways that were different. Like he is finished with high school and it's a memory to him. And there's just a lot of things that. I have yet to experience, and it's hard for me to relate to him in that way. Okay. Uh, so you get all flustered, and you feel like he's not taking you seriously, and that maybe he's preoccupied with other things. So you get all, like, 
pissed off about it as we do as women and you get all antsy and then you get all like angry and you don't want to talk to them and you fold your arms and you just get a little bit rude and snippy? For the most part. Ay, ay, ay. Okay, so what do you guys like about each other? Um, He makes me laugh and we have a lot of common interests and we have a lot of fun doing things together. Okay, Don, I need you to jump in here. What? Yeah. You, you, she, she, you're the one who she's, she's getting upset with. So, what is? Give me a very clear example of something you'll say or do, and then tell me specifically what she does, and that is the which is the problem for you. Go. Um. Well, I will. I'll. I'll just talk about something that happened. And she'll say that's never happened to her, and she'll get upset about it. I like that when I ask you to be specific, you maintain being super vague. Oh, uh, that's really cool. <laughs> okay, here's here's I'm gonna jump in All because right. we don't have like we don't have an hour to deal with this problem. But here's what I here's what I notice happens within relationships because I've experienced it as well. Um, uh, people want to own each other, and they want to. If you have your own experience, and Heather hasn't had that experience, she gets pissed off because she feels left out. So she's not going to just say, "Oh, I feel a little bit sad because I, I can't relate, and I feel like you're having your own experiences, and I'm not a part of it, and I, my feelings are a little bit hurt." She's not going to say that because that's how she feels. Instead, she's going to be like, you know, pissed off at you, like you just did something wrong when you didn't do anything wrong, and she's just acting out in an unhealthy way. But that's what we do when we're in our teens. Uh, so maybe, Heather, if you could just relax and not take everything so personally, and if he has his own experience, as long as he's not fucking, kissing, or flirting disrespectfully with another girl or a dude, uh, just <laughs> he's his own person. He was his own person before he met you. He'll be his own person after you guys break up, because you guys will break up, because I really don't think you're going to be together forever, because he's 18 and you're 15, and you guys should both have lots of exciting adventures, and then maybe you'll meet up later on in life. Just I know that sounds harsh, but that's how I really feel. So while you two know each other, and also to give yourself the best chance you can possibly give each other while you are together, both of you, but it sounds like Heather's more the culprit, both of you treat each other the way you want to be treated. Heather, if you go off and you hang out with your girlfriends and you go to you do something really exciting and you go on a trip and you like see the Eiffel Tower and you go to the top and you look and it's this beautiful, amazing thing and you have a great lunch with all your friends and you go see and you're running around town and you just have like crazy adventures and you go to a dance club and you don't fuck another dude but you just go dancing and you you have this amazing experience and none of it was disrespectful to Johnny if or John if you told him about it would you want him to be like oh wow it sounds really great oh can't relate I didn't go to Paris I've never been to Paris sorry I hope it was fun you know what I mean do you want him yeah. to act like that no no, because he's allowed to do that shit. It makes him a better person. And if you truly love him, then you'll go, then, then keep your weird bitterness, jealousy to yourself because it won't go away overnight. Keep it to yourself. Remember that it's your problem. Really think about it as if it was you in that scenario and he was being a dickhead to you. And just, he's a friend. He's a person. He's just a person you know and, and you guys are together. So just remember, like, you're in each other's life because you want to be, okay? And people don't own each other. And he's going to have experiences and so are you. And it's okay because you guys don't own one another. And it's not personal. And people are allowed to grow. So, like, get over yourself. Get over your ego. Don't try to fucking keep him under your thumb. And just be nice to him. He loves you. He's on a fucking, like, two-way, three-way phone call on a podcast right now. That's a big deal. He likes you a lot, right? Yeah. 
So fucking relax, because I did that with my boyfriend when I was 15, and he was 19, and he used to go, oh, my God, I probably did the exact same thing. And then I'll tell you the story, and you guys think about everything I've said, and I'm going to hang up or whatever, but this is what I did. My my first boyfriend, my first love, my a.k.a. my Johnny, he was in a band. He was 19, I was 15, and he would leave my house. We'd have a wonderful hangout session at my house, and my mom liked him. We'd make out, and, you know, I lost my virginity in my house with him, and it was so great. And then he'd go, okay, well, I'm going to go to band practice now because he was a drummer in a band. And I would fucking freak out. All of a sudden, it was like I felt like he wasn't in love with me anymore, and I got so angry that he was going to do anything without me. Like, what the fuck? How could he fucking do anything without me? What a fucking asshole. And I'd go, I'd go don't leave, don't leave. I hate you, I hate you. Fuck you, sick go. Have fun. And uh, eventually, and then I would pull this other move, too, where I would be like, you know what? How about a band practice? Maybe we should just break up. And you know what? Eventually, he was like, cool, great, let's break up. Because I was a fucking crazy bitch. I was a crazy asshole to him, and that's not fair. Because he has his own life, and that's balance. You want your boyfriend, you want a boy and a girl to have their friends, their family, the thing that they love doing, whether it's like writing or, you know, whatever, like have their passion, and then you can share it with somebody that you love. But you don't own people, and, and just just relax. Take a breath and realize that, like, he likes you, too, so just breathe, okay? Okay. All right. I love you guys. Bye. Good to be great. Ah! All right. Taking another phone call. That was intense. It took a second to figure out what the fuck was going on there, but when I felt like I related to what they were going through and I felt like I got a handle on it, I really think I helped. I hope I, I, hope I helped, Johnny and Heather. All right. Area code 916. Hi. Oh, is this me? This is you. What's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? <laughs> okay, so this dude. Um, I'm 19, and I'm calling from San Francisco. I called in last week um, to get some advice on how to approach a guy at this coffee shop. <laughs> okay, let me refresh everybody's memory. So, wait, what's your name? Jude. Okay, Jude? Yes. Like like the Beatles song, like, hey, Jude? Yeah. Okay, so Jude called me last week, and she was freaking out. She goes to this coffee place all the time. She draws. Sometimes she looks over at the dude, and she, like, draws him because he, she has to be crushed on him. And I said, you know, get over it. You're, you're a girl. You have a vagina. I assume you're gorgeous because you're listening to Boy Crazy Radio. And uh, you just fucking make a move. Talk about anything. Have him show you around San Francisco. Say you just moved there. So what happened? Okay, so this is what happened. All week, I pretty much tried. Like, I go Mondays and Wednesdays, so I, I tried um, to approach him and everything. But it completely failed. Like, it failed miserably. Um, I took my girlfriends with me, and they were just, like, loud and obnoxious and giggly. So the guy kind of got annoyed by it. And, like, oh. today when I was actually, like, trying, like, actually... I went up to him. He just, like, walked away from me and, like, left the coffee shop. Oh, my God. So, how annoying How annoying must your lame friends be if this dude is, like, annoyed by you after your stupid friends were obnoxious? I can't believe this. Oh, my God. Uh, a gaggle of girls totally ruined your game. This is so fucked up. <laughs> God damn it. But, you know what? Uh, what? Okay, go on. Go oh, on. Okay, so, but it, there was, like, okay, the good part about all of this was that I was, like, feeling pretty bummed out. So I went down, I went to this local shop and um, to get some tattoo shit. I don't know. And then um, I was talking to the 
um, to this guy who works there. We were talking about tattoos and John Lennon and all this good stuff. And then this guy that I met when I was 17 just kind of, like, butted in into the conversation and just kind of stole me away from the guy. And he was like, hey, um, remember me? I gave you, like, guitar lessons. Um, yeah, like, what are you, like, it's so good to see you. Let me see your tattoo. Oh, my God, I haven't seen you in a while. Uh, oh, my God, let's go crazy. And then he was like, oh, what are you doing tonight? And I was like, oh, not much. He was like, do you want to come to a show with me? Uh, and I'm like, ugh, not 21, can't go. Sucks, dear. Okay, so what's the point of this? So to you, to you, why didn't you just go and try to get in for for fun anyway? Yeah, well, I've, I've tried, but um, but he was like, okay, well, I have another show. Well, he's a, he plays in the band. He, it's not, yeah, he plays in the band, and he's like, I have this show on Sunday, and you should really, really come and come say hi. Like seriously, come. And I'm like. All right, let's do it. But you know, he—I don't know if he was just being nice and inviting me, or I don't know if he was oh like, "Oh my God, actually, no!" Someone... Relax. Listen, stop, stop. Guys, don't do anything they don't want to do. Just like the coffee shop dude isn't talking to you because he thinks you're annoying, and he has no problem giving you the cold shoulder. Dudes, don't do anything they don't want to do. I promise you. Like, do you like this guy? Do you think he's cute? Oh, dude, he's. He's really hot. And, ooh, okay, so the best part of all was that, okay, so I'm obsessed with the Beatles, so I, and I have, like, a John Lennon tattoo on my back, and the guy was wearing a John Lennon shirt. So I was like, it's so meant to be. Like, okay. this is so insane. Listen, so, so I don't know what your point is exactly, but here's the point I'm going to decide is what your point is. Uh, the, for whatever reason, you were able to talk to the people at the tattoo shop, and then this dude swooped in on you, and, and everything worked like magic. Everything, See, just trust that everything is exactly the way it needs to be. It all worked out the way it was supposed to work out. Now this super hot dude who likes John Lennon, which is totally rare, because not, not many people like John Lennon. Just kidding. Um, I mean, <laughs> it's a miracle. Aww, that's, I'm just fucking with you. Oh, my God, he likes John Lennon. I can't believe it. Wait, what? Um, Wait, but here's on the – so, wait, so – Lemon, you turn, you turn. What is it? You turn lemons into lemonade, right? Okay. Yes. <laughs> and chances are, I bet, I bet. Okay, so you're gonna have a rendezvous and go on a date with this cool dude in a band who likes John Lennon, and then I bet when you get all over, when, you're, when you get over the coffee shop dude, eventually, he's probably gonna like decide you're not as annoying as he thought you were because you're stupid friends. Never bring your stupid friends into that topic. They really fucked you over. I don't know why girls can't support one another. Why do a gaggle of girls turn into the most annoying people? I have to tell everybody, girls, and everybody in general, don't go to a public place and then speak for people to hear you, like perform. I hate it when people, like, perform for strangers. Like, like if you and I were having a conversation and I was just not really talking to you, but I pretend I'm talking to you, but I'm only speaking so the other people next next to us can hear me to think I'm cool or something. Yeah. It always it always backfires, so I'm sorry your dumb friends ruined it. Um so very Yeah, good. I got so, cock blocked really bad. <laughs> yeah, you got okay, well you got cock blocked, but here more importantly what I'm really concerned about is don't get any more tattoos. How many tattoos do you have? I have the John Lennon one and I have uh two other ones, this Devendra Van Hart thing and some no! other ones. No, come on. I Come am, on. and then I'm I'm getting a George Harrison one soon. I don't know. No, I, I, no, no, because the George Harrison one will disrespect the John Lennon one because it's like you can't make up your mind, and then you have to get the other few dudes, <laughs> who, you know, whatever. Like, no, you're a woman. Get these tattoos removed and just be all cute and, like, sexy and normal and, like, you know, no tattoos. Oh, my God, you didn't get one in the middle, like, in the bottom part of your back, did you? 
I not at the bottom, but like right by my like on my neck, like it starts like on my neck and goes down. So you're I, I'll have to send you a picture. I'll send you a picture. Send me a picture, but you're 19 years old. Oh my God, your name is Jude. Like, hey Jude, because your parents love the Beatles. Your parents did this to you. I gotta call them. Oh God. Yeah. Okay, fine. They, All right. Listen. No more tattoos. Don't you fucking dare get any more Devenger Banhart tattoos. And uh, but but uh, aside from that, what's done is done. I'm really proud of you for uh, meeting this dude. You know what? I'm proud. Okay. Yay! <laughs> Yay! Awesome. Okay. And and yep. I will most likely call you or leave you a message and tell you how it went because I'm 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 actually very excited about it. Oh, my God, yeah, let me know how it goes. You're wonderful, and we'll talk soon, and thank you for letting me speak, speak openly about how I feel about your tattoos. Okay, goodbye. Okay, bye. Bye. All right, we're getting to another phone call. Oh, my God. Yeah, God, something I feel so much better. I was feeling very emo. I felt really emo because I was talking to a guy, and he keeps insisting that he – I don't know why I'm getting – my ego is getting really weird because I feel like he – he. I don't know. I don't understand. It's just I, I'm really weirded out right now. Uh, I think I was kind of rude to a dude. I was rude to a dude because I feel like he doesn't really understand what I do because he's never really read my website and he doesn't. Uh, I'm just really weirded out because I do a bunch of different things, and then all of a sudden I feel like I want to, I want to be understood by someone, and then the fact that he doesn't fully understand me uh, bothers me. Does that make any sense? No, it doesn't make any sense. And you know what's going to make sense when I take this next phone call and shut the fuck up? Yeah, area code seven one four. Hello. That's you, seven one four. What's your hey. name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? Hi. Hi, I'm Rooney. I'm seventeen. I'm calling from LA. What is going on, Rooney? Okay, so there's this extremely hot guy at my school, and I mean, we, I mean, we know who he. Like, I know him. I went to junior high with him, and he just came to my school, and God, he is so fine, and. I'm kind of like, I kind of want to approach him and be like, hey, you know, let's hang out or something. But he's so good looking. I'm so intimidated. Like, I don't know what to do. Are you ugly? Uh, I'm okay. What does that mean? Compare yourself to, to like, uh, somebody on TV or a movie or whatever. Um, Uh-oh. Just kidding. Uh, I'm, not worried. I'm sure you're yeah. normal. What's just, just tell me what, what's your deal? What, what's your big insecurity that you feel? Why why do you make him better than you? I, well, I mean, I kind of, I mean, I've always been that kind of girl where even if I approach a guy, they're just kind of like, oh, I'm sorry, if you have a friend, or oh, you know, it's little like little too late, or oh, I don't, I'm not into relationships right now, or oh, I like you as a friend, you know, like I don't want to have that same result with this guy because I really want to like, you know, it's my senior year and I really want to give it a shot with someone. Okay, but I get that, but you're doing something where you're you're using all this past experience and like and it's it's kind of like coloring your future in a weird 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 like weird way where you're like you you've had these situations in the past and things haven't gone the way you wanted them to go, but now it's like you're deciding that everything in the future is is going to go the same way. So you just need to like take a breath. Uh every experience is a new different experience. Don't project onto him that he's going to not like you like maybe the other guys didn't like you in the way that you wanted them to like you. So, but also I want to make sure, like, you say he's very good looking and you're worried that he might, might not like you. Not, I'm wondering if it's not only because of the, the, the past experiences you've had, but is there something about you that you, that you don't like about yourself? It's like a weird little emotional mental block. Like, is it your weight or do you have pimples or do you, 
do people say mean stuff to you at home? Do you feel not, like, is it just any kind yeah, of weird block? Kind of like, I've known him since I was, like, 12, and we kind of, like, we knew who each other were, and then he went off to a different school, and he came back, and it's like, you know. No, I'm talking about I know I'm talking about you though. I just I, this is this could be about any guy. It could be about you approaching any any person. It could be about you approaching a girl to be friends with or something. Like like before you put somebody else on a pedestal and you get nervous to approach them because you might not get the response you want. I want you to think that you're enough. I want you to know that you're enough and that you're and that you're great and that the other person would be lucky to have you in their life. So is there any kind of thing about yourself that you're insecure about? that you think, oh, he wouldn't like me because of this, or she wouldn't like me because of this? I kind of think I'm boring. Like, I can't really hold a conversation as well as other people do. And, you know, it's just kind of like, is it going to be awkward, or is it going to be like, I don't know. Like, I kind of I feel like I'm just not as, like, bubbly as other people. But that's okay because there's no right – thank you for telling me that. And also, there's no right or wrong way to be. And the thing is, like, the exciting thing about life is you meet so many different people, and then when you meet somebody who gets you and that you feel comfortable and safe with, then you know, like, oh, my God, I really want to hang out with this person because this person actually makes me feel comfortable and, and I feel comfortable around them and they, I feel all right around them because like, I belong here with this person. That's, like, that's, that's why they're cliques in high school because – like-minded people hang out with like-minded people, you know, and you just have yeah. to find the people that work for you. So you can't get, you can't get like down on the fact that you just have to keep moving forward. So you can't get down on yourself and, and be like, oh, well, this didn't work out in the past and this is just how it is for me and it's not, it's never going to go my way because maybe this guy that you think is so awesome, before you start thinking like being worried that he might not like you, just fucking suck it up maybe write something down in a journal, write, write a list of like all the things that you're good at and all the things that you like about yourself and kind of like reinforce what's great about you because you're great. Like, I don't even have to know you. Like, I don't think you're a murderer or a child molester. So that's pretty great. Right. I mean, if you're not those things, like you're born, you're here, you're figuring it out. You're looking for answers. You want to connect with people. You want to be loved. You want to fall in love. You want to give love. You want to like just, so just, like, take a second, sit down with yourself, and reinforce you. I know that might sound really embarrassing, but, like, you're 17 yeah. years old. Like, do you have an idea of, like, places you want to travel in the future or what your what your goals are for life, like what you want, might want to be when you grow up and stuff? Do you know that? Kind of. So what's that? It's just kind of like, I don't know, I just don't want it to be the same. And I, I feel like I can make a difference, but at the same time it's like, I guess I'm really scared to see what I can do. What do you want to do? Tell me right now. Like, nobody's listening that you know. What do you want to do? Like, just tell me. Like, career-wise? Okay. Yeah, like, what do you want to do? And, yeah. Oh, um. well, I really want to be a stylist and work in the fashion industry. So you live in L.A., which is a perfect place for that. I'm sure you could start getting internships and working, and, you know, all you have to do is watch uh, The Hills, figure out how to do <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you can start, like, so start, let's start at the core, which is you, and let's get you feeling like you have, you know, some self-worth. Figure out what you want to do. If you want to be a stylist, great. Start writing lists of things you want to do. Intern at Vogue or intern at Teen Vogue or intern for a stylist and run errands and do returns for, for stylists in L.A. And, and, like, just start daydreaming, daydreaming about your life. And when you get lost in daydreaming about your life, 
And when you get excited about who you are and what you could be and what you're going to do and what you're doing, all of a sudden giving some dude all the power and having giving him all your power and letting him decide, like, if you're cool and putting all the power in his hands, that will, that will wash away. I mean, maybe it won't go away 100% yet, but take baby steps getting there and just remember, like, you're allowed to exist. You're great. You know, like, you're an awesome person. You have all these dreams and stuff. And so get centered and realize and remember how special you are. Yeah. And who cares And who cares if this guy doesn't like you? And who cares if 20 more people don't like you or 20 other dudes don't like you? I'm sure that will not happen. But if that happens, you could give a fuck. Who fucking cares? Because when you do meet the one dude that you connect with so great, It'll all make sense because you'll be like, oh, thank God I wasn't in some weird half-assed shitty relationship with some bonehead that, that I didn't really connect with, but we just hung out and wasted time together. Because you'll be like, thank God I didn't hook up with some bonehead because then I was open to meeting this other person. But I think it all stems from you getting centered and remembering why you're special and why somebody else would be lucky if you loved them, you know? Yeah. Like, who is this guy? Like, who is he? Who is he for you to, like, wish that he likes you and put on you know because i do that with guys too I, I i still do it and i look at guys and i go i used to do this more but i'll I'll be like oh he won't he wouldn't like me he only likes like he only likes like 18 year old girls who are like 90 pounds and you know like he would never like me because i i'm just you know i have boobs and I'm, i have hips and i'm just like i'm probably like my body's not a waif. Like, I don't look like I'm anorexic and I'm going to faint or whatever. And, and then I get all down on myself. And then I have to wake up and go, who the fuck is he to make me yearn to be skinny for him? Like, what? That's ridiculous. Don't give away your power. You have it. And also, it's your power to give away. So you decide when you give it away. So be real careful about that, okay? You're great. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks. You're welcome. Please try to take in all of that. Does it all make sense? It does. I actually feel a lot better, actually. I didn't think it would be, like, that much of an impact, but wow. Well, I hope so. Yeah, you're all good. And anybody would be lucky to stick their privates in your privates or kiss you because you are a fucking treasure. (laughs) You're a treasure. So you're a treasure, and you're only going to get better as time goes on. So really start dreaming really big and writing down all your thoughts and feelings and Mm -hmm. goals. And then make them come to life, and then you'll be an inspiration for other girls and for dudes to fall in love with you because you'll be inspiring all the way around, you know? Yeah. All right. Good luck. Go live your all life. All right. Thank you. And I think I will approach him tomorrow. Yeah, do it, girl. You've got nothing to lose. Who cares? You should be so lucky you approach him. Do, it, do whatever you want and call me next week and let me know how it goes, okay? All right. Thank you. Bye. You're welcome. Bye. See, you're not alone. That way, anybody out there who wants to approach somebody and, like, potentially fall on their face and, like, be embarrassed, it's okay. I'm I'm embarrassing myself all the time. My life is me fucking putting myself out there all the time, saying stupid shit, feeling awkward, having people not like me, and it's okay. And also, if you guys do it, don't worry, because you can call me every Wednesday at 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time and tell me what happened during the week that made you feel awkward and uncomfortable and not not enough or unworthy or embarrassed because I'm here. You're not alone. I'm your big sister. I'm trying to tell you that. Just let me fucking be your big sister. Okay, I'm going to take another phone call. Area code, oh, 492? Interesting. Hello? Area code 492? Is this you? Just say hello if you're on hold. Hello? Yeah, you're on, dude. What's your deal? How old are you? Where are you calling from? And what are you wearing? 
Um, is this is I'm Matt, late twenties. Can you hear me? Matt, late twenties. Very exciting. Tell me everything. Okay. I don't know what how big this problem is or um what you'll consider this problem being. But basically I'm in my late twenties. Um after college I was engaged to a girl who I met during college. Uh we had dated throughout college. Right after uh, college, we uh, we dated for a little more and then got engaged. Uh, things didn't work out um, largely because uh, at that point in my in my life, I had a you know a couple of things kind of to deal with and and what have you. So it didn't work out. So now I'm kind of in my late twenties. I'm in a good position. I'm doing really well. You know, I have reached many of my uh, the goals that I wanted to, to reach. And so now I'm starting to, you know, focus on the idea of dating and relationships. The huge problem I have, though, is that this girl that I dated, I'm not saying that I'm still into her, but I'm saying that what we had was just so unique and special. I just can't imagine having that experience again, you know? Oh, my God, you totally will, I promise. What? I <laughs> I, I, you said you're, you're, you dated a girl, it was really magical and amazing, and now that you're single, you just can't even imagine having as, as a magical experience as you did with that girl? Yeah, yeah. Well, let me just and tell the, you. And the, result, and the result of that is that I, I have no motivation to date. You know, I'm, I have no problem approach, approaching girls, you know, to ask them out and talk, but it's just one of those things where, it's, you know, just, there's just no motivation there, you know? Well, okay. There, okay, here's what I'm going to say. There, I have lots of guy friends, and I've also dated guys who have been in similar predicaments. And uh, what I have heard from them is, like, I know one guy who wasn't in a serious relationship for, like, two years. And then, you know, he met a girl, and then he was, like, so shocked that he could not even believe that he felt so excited about her. So just, like, I've heard lots of stories about that from guys. Like, and when you least expect it, it will happen. So I'm just, like, all I can really tell you is, like, I promise you, like, you're going to date a bunch of bonehead girls and be really uninspired by a lot of them and feel like, oh, this sucks. It's such a fucking effort. Like, I meet a girl at a club, and then I have sex with her, and I feel like, you know, I, but I don't want to talk to them. Like, you're going to have a lot of those experiences, but you just have to keep putting yourself out there. And I promise you, I promise you, if you just if you just trust that you will meet somebody eventually, it will happen. I swear to God, because it does. And, and I said this to another person earlier tonight. Like, the, the only way you're going to know, like, when you meet somebody epic, it's like you, you got to go through all these fucking bonehead shit, shitty people that you're not interested in to know when you hit the jackpot. You know what I mean? They'll stick out so crazy, and it will happen. It just will happen. Okay, great. Sounds good. But um, should I be proactive in some kind of way? Should I should I just date? Like, well, here's here's the, here's the bigger overall issue. I don't want to settle. You know, so you I'm afraid. Of, don't. Neither do I. Yeah. So that, that's kind of the big problem because. You know, if I were to ask a girl out, and I, and I know that in, in the back of my mind, she doesn't match up to the girl I originally was engaged to. Again, it's a bad way of looking at things, but that's how I'm looking at it right now. Um, I'm, I, I will go out with her. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm a loyal person, I'm a little guy, so I'll definitely, you know, date her for long term. But um, no, I would still feel you like I'm settling. You know. Yeah, but so don't do that. So change your ways. You don't have to be a loyal person. You're only taking care of you, and you don't have to be an asshole not to be – just because you aren't sticking around a girl long-term, like, doesn't mean you're an asshole, like, and it's not leading a girl on. It's like you hang out with a girl, fucking be alert, pay attention to what she's giving you. Is she lame? Is she a dud? Does she, like – how does she interact with people? Is she super boring? Uh, is the kiss great? 
Do you like what her body looks like? You do have to be attractive. Like, is she interesting? Is she doing her own cool shit? Like, uh, you're a dude, so I don't know how fast you move, you know, how, how quick you are to have sex with a girl, but, uh, like, how quick do you normally move? Uh, you know, I, I wait for a relationship, you know, like, you know, do? yeah, uh, perfectly. Yeah, I do. I do. Uh, it's, it's, it's kind of weird. <laughs> I'm a weird contradiction. Uh, I'm very religious, but privately so, you know, and, um, I really do believe that, um, that I, 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 I that to be true to myself, again, these aren't, these aren't values I impose on anyone else. You know, I have, I make no judgments upon anyone, what they believe. But my moral value, my moral comfort comfort zone is, you know, being involved seriously with a woman, um, with the intention, with the, with the idea that maybe she would be the one who I want to to marry. You know, so that, that's kind of that's what I'm comfortable with. Okay, so in that case, and you asked me if you should be proactive. Yes, you should definitely be proactive. And if you aren't hooking up with a girl and having sex with her right away, great, that's your decision. I get that. So. Don't settle. If you already can feel that you might be settling and you're like three dates in with a girl, then and do you kiss a girl too? Like a few dates in, do you even kiss? You kiss, right? Oh yeah, no, no, no. Um typically I'll, I'll you know, I'll I'll do a like you know, like kiss on the first date and what have you. So yeah, yeah, definitely that's how I know if, if a date has gone well. Um yeah, I'll do that, yeah. But yeah, okay, kissing's so not a problem. Okay. Well listen, you're in control of your own fate. Only you will settle, and only you will know if you're settling. So here's the deal. Yes, you have to be proactive. If you feel like you're, you are lonely right now and you're in a state in your life and a, a, a time in your life where you're ready for companionship and love and being in love and sharing your life with somebody and hanging out and, like, you know, letting someone else love you and loving another person, yeah, be proactive. But also being proactive doesn't mean, like, oh, I'm on an, I'm on an online dating site or I'm going to a club or a bar. It means, like, you keep your eyes open. You're putting out your vibe at Whole Foods, okay? You're like, you're like, your eyes are open. You're approaching girls. You're flirting. You're you're communicating with women. You're on Facebook. You're requesting friendships of people Facebook suggests for you. You know, whatever. Like, yeah, fucking put out the, your deal. Like, put out the vibe. Uh, you know, meet a bunch of girls. Be alert and aware of who these people are that you're meeting, so that you know if you even like them. And then if you don't. Be polite and loving and kind because that seems like the kind of person you are and wish them well and it was nice to meet them, but they're not right for you. And you don't have to say, you know, all the details, but, yeah, if they're not, if they're not, not, if they're not working for you and they're not making your heart beat super fast and you aren't, like, oh, like crazy about them, yeah, I'm with you. Like, I will never be somebody's girlfriend unless I am crazy about them. And I am, because I'm, I'm sorry, I'm all about that. Like, I'm all about, like, <gasps> Oh my God! I, this person is undeniable. I have to be with them. Yeah, no settling for either one of us. So, but just put yourself out there. Be proactive. Be alert. Do everything I just said, and have faith that you will meet the person that will be just as exciting, if not more exciting, than the girl that you are engaged to. And never settle. Don't feel loyal just for loyalty's sake. Okay, that's that's fucked up. Don't do that. Okay. All right. Well, thank that's you for my call. I really appreciate it. I like, I like your advice, and uh, thanks again. You have a good night. Thank you. You too. Take care. Oh, my God. See, men are looking for love, too, and they have feelings. That's something I'm learning. Men have feelings. Um, area code 323? Is that me? That is you. Who is this? What's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? Fantastic. Um, this is Austin from Hollywood. Mid-20s. Oh. Mid-20s. Tell me everything. What's yeah. going on? 
Um, well, I am happy to be calling in with not so much of a problem, but more of a topic of discussion. Tell me. Let's go. Um, I, uh, I broke up with my girlfriend recently. And we've had to do <laughs> we've had to do the stuff exchange. Um, I sent you a tweet about this, but the listeners don't know, so I'll, I'll continue. Um, and so the day after we broke up, she left everything on my doorstep, including gifts I'd given, cards I'd sent, like not even necessarily addressed to her, but like also to her family for like you know thanks for having me for the holidays kind of stuff. Wow, um, what a Just kidding. No, no, she's actually one of the sweetest people I've ever met in my life. Um, I, I'm just teasing. That's sweet of you to say too about her. You're, you're a good guy. So what's, what's going on? Yes, what's your, what's, what do you think? Well, I've had a couple things of hers that have needed to be returned. And, you know, as the as the dumper in this situation, like, it was really hard. You know, it's it's hard to break up with somebody. It's also hard to be broken up with. The whole situation's messy. Um, and so I was I was supposed to return her stuff. And so that's that's what I'm that's what I'm kind of calling to talk about. Like what like what what levels of communication are acceptable after you've left someone but you still have an opportunity to talk and what should you say based on the underlying messages of whatever you do say? Does that make sense? Uh, barely. I'm hanging on by a thread. My question is, wait, real quick, you want you have stuff of hers that you need to return and you're wanting wanting to know how to go about doing that and what it all means of like if you communicate with her? Yeah, because I mean even even sending a package with the stuff is some kind of communication. And if I say nothing, that's saying something. If I say like I miss you or I think you're wonderful, like that's saying something. And okay. it can be and- interpreted as like I miss you, I think you're wonderful, but not wonderful enough. Oh my. Okay, listen. Now this. Oh my God. Well, don't send that. But this is this is how I feel when I watch the fucking Real Housewives of New Jersey, Orange County, Atlanta, uh, Washington D.C., uh, Beverly Hills. This is how I feel about all the new whatever uh, New York City. I just feel like sometimes their communication skills are so fucked up. I just want to like. I wish they would just. I wish Andy. Uh, whatever his name is, Andy Cohen at Bravo, would just let me sit down with these women so I could be like, well, what I think so-and-so meant by that was this, and what I think she meant and what she's reacting to is this, because I really feel like I'd be a good buffer and help with communication. Now, here's what I'm going to say to you, because that was an unnecessary but necessary aside. Here's what I'm saying to you. You know if you're going to write, if you write something in a letter to her and you put it in that box with her stuff and send it to her, you will know if you are writing something that can be misconstrued or misinterpreted. Now, you don't write, I love you, or I, I'll i always love you, or maybe one day we'll get back together, or I miss you, but I don't oh, miss great. you enough. No. Always, listen, all that shit is fucked up. Here's what you write. You be clear. You're a human being. You know how to communicate, but you just have to try a little harder. And here's what I say you do. And so, so instead of worrying about, like, oh, my God, everything's a, everything's a hidden message and it's going to be misconstrued, no, make it really clear, and I could help you write the letter, if all you're doing is sending the stuff back and trying to be on the up and up with the breakup because it didn't work out and that's fine, then you just write, I got the box of, oh, you, know, I, you know, thank you so much for returning my stuff. I looked through, uh, here's some stuff of yours that I found that I wanted to return to you. I'm so glad, you know, just something along the lines of, um, you know, just, oh, God, 
It is what it is. Oh God, what would you write? <laughs> exactly. Oh, exactly. Okay, well, I'm, gonna, I'm figuring this out with you though. Baby steps. We're walking. We're walking. Well, let me it. let um, me tell you this particular situation because there will be no letter involved. What's why? happening is her friend is coming to pick the stuff up. And we already tried to arrange a time for this, but neither myself nor her friend could, could find the right time. Um, so I offered to just leave it on my porch um, with, with a note to the friend that was like, I'm really happy to know that she's got friends like you, um, no, you know, if, no, because I can't no. be there. Why don't, you, why don't you just drop it off on the girl's porch, your ex-girlfriend's porch? Because the the message that I'm getting from the returning of not only my personal belongings, like, you know, clothes or whatever, but also mementos, is that is is that she is she just doesn't want to think about it right now. And she doesn't want to be no, reminded. No, you're reading into it too much. Like bottom line is like just you should just drop it off on her doorstep. Don't get the fucking friend involved. Who are these friends? Who are these fucking I, friends? I oh, I was contacted by the friend. It's not like it's not like, hey, Mickey's friend, can you uh, can you take her stuff back? It was like her friend contacted me, and was like, no, I'm I going know, to do I this. I get that. I get that. I get that. That's all I'm saying. What I'm saying is, who are these fucking people who like to get involved in other people's drama? It's like if you look a little bit deeper, mm. just grasp me. If you just grasp beneath the surface, it's a little fucked up because I would not get involved in shit like this, nor nor would any of my best friends. None of my closest friends would ever be like, oh, I'm good. I'll call him for you. I'll set the time up, girl. Like, fuck you. Go fuck yourself. Like, that's some fucked up. That girl should be on Real Housewives of whatever city. Anyway, <laughs> but I get what's happening. But in a perfect world, I just think you should drop it off on her doorstep. You're reading too much into the fact that, like, oh, she wrote me this. She gave me back mementos and these letters and from the parents and all this stuff. It's so deep. So what I'm deciding is that she's just sick of me and doesn't want to hear from me. Well, you're not going to say anything to her. You're not going to ruin her life. You're not going to do anything destructive. It's between you two. You leave this, all the this stuff in a box, and then inside the box, which should be sealed, inside the sealed box of all the stuff will be a note addressed to your ex-girlfriend saying, I really treasured and respect the time we spent together. I wish you well. You're a wonderful person. I know this. I hope you know that I know this. Here's some stuff of yours I found that I'm sure you'd want back. Lots of love, Austin. You know what I mean? That way, that one's wow. very clear. I think that's a good letter, and you can listen back to the rebroadcast of this. That's a good letter. <laughs> just me, you yeah, that's even that's even better it. than the advice that my gay best friend gave me. Yeah, I think so too. I think let's let's leave it at that. I'm gonna take some other phone calls, but I feel like I think we nailed it. We hit the nail on the head. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Thanks. I, I have, I've really been enjoying the show on the phone tonight. Uh, keep up the good work. Thank you so much. Okay. Good luck with everything. Call me whenever. Let me know next week how it goes. All right. Cool. Thanks. Okay. Bye. Um, area code 773. Hello? Hello, who's this? What's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? Tell me everything. Hi, I'm Tail. I'm from Chicago. You're who from Chicago? What's your name? Tail. How do you spell that? I can't even understand you. <laughs> um, T, well, you pronounce it Tail, but it's T-H-E-A-O. Okay, well, that's good enough for me. How old are you in Chicago? I am 18. Lots of 18, 17, 18, 19-year-olds calling. Very interesting. Okay, so what is your problem tonight, mister? Okay, so um, I'm actually having a problem on reapproaching a girl. Are you talking about me? 
No, not you. <laughs> uh, all right. Anyway, okay, cool. Keep going. Okay, so here's the situation. Um, a few months ago, my friend wanted to introduce me to this girl, so we all went out to, for for dinner at this cafe, and we were having a really good time. You know, we were getting to know each other. We have a lot of the same likes and interests. We just had a good time, and we kind of, you know, we Facebooked each other. We were, like, kind of talking to each other, and then out of nowhere, we just stopped talking, and that just really annoyed me. Okay, so I'm assuming all the Facebook messages and texting that you guys did was completely vague and really never communicated exactly how you really felt, right? Yeah. Of course, because nobody fucking knows how to communicate, and it's ridiculous, and I'm included in this fucking disaster. <laughs> um, okay, um... Here is okay. So you guys were texting and Facebooking, or just Facebooking after your dinner? Um, we were Facebooking and kind of texting, yeah. Okay, so you have her number, and how long ago was this? Uh, you know, texting rendezvous. Um, like around March, yeah. Holy shit! So this is March. Exactly. Almost, almost September. I'll just go. So wait, so see, she got a life and stopped. Wait, so and stopped texting you or Facebooking you. Did you ever like ask her to hang out or like? Did you, by the way, you should always ask a question. You always have to text some kind of thing that that engage like that requires a response text. Like you got to go, uh, what are you doing later? Or uh, you? Question mark. Like always, like or else like sometimes a guy will text a girl or vice versa, and it'll just be like a statement, and we'll be like, well. I don't know, like, he didn't really ask me a question, so maybe he's giving me the brush off because he's not really texting me something that I need to respond to, you know? Yeah. So where oh. did you leave it? Do you think she's attracted to you at all or no? Uh, I, I would, um, well, I I would say so, but I was, I was getting mixed messages from her. What are the mixed messages? And, like... We were with a big group of people, and I felt like maybe she was treating me like the same as she was treating all the other guys in the group. Okay, well, here's the bottom line. I don't know what's going on with her, and neither do you, and that's the main problem. So before we try to decide and guess what everybody's thinking and what this girl thinks about you, grow a dick. I know you have a dick, and I'm sure it's fucking epic, and I'm sure it's, like, amazing and so awesome, uh, but you need to uh, figuratively... Uh, grow a dick, okay? And and you, what you need to do is you need to text her and go, hey, Melinda, or whatever her fucking name is, uh, probably something dumb, but whatever. Anyway, you need to text her and be like, hey, it's whatever your name is, because I'm afraid to pronounce it because I don't really know how to pronounce it. But you go, hey, so-and-so, it's me. Um, I was thinking about you, and I'm going to go do this thing and then come up with an activity that sounds super fun and then be very casual and be like, hey, do you want to go? Or, or you can always text her, hey, you can always text her, what are you doing right now? Because that's kind of a sexy text because it's out of the blue, out of nowhere, months later, and then you're just like, what are you doing right now? And she'll be like, huh? Um, I'm getting ready to get in the bath. And you'll be like, oh, that's rad. Hey, I'm going to go to the observatory uh, like on Wednesday. Do you want to come too? Uh, it's supposed to be really fun. Uh, no pressure or no press or whatever, something dumb. Like keep it light, okay? Yeah. I want you who, okay, let's just, you just have to act like you have the biggest dick in Chicago, okay? Can you do that? Okay. Yeah. Okay, so so who has the biggest dick in Chicago? I have the biggest dick in Chicago. Say it louder and prouder. Who has the biggest okay. motherfucking dick in Chicago? Kale has the biggest dick in Chicago. <laughs> All right, so you fucking text that girl. Text her tomorrow or whenever you're feeling it. Be casual, you know, 
I already told you what to do, so just fucking do it, okay? Yeah, okay. Thanks for the pep talk. You're welcome. It's all good. Let me know how it goes. I love you. Goodbye. Yeah, okay. Bye. Oh, that was great. That felt really, really good. I just felt like I had sex with that dude, but I didn't. Hello? Erica 310? Erica 310, it's you. It's all you, It's and it's me, too. Why do you call me and then not say anything? 310, if you're hello? holding or you're listening. Yeah, that's you. Hello, you're on. Hello? Yes, hello, hello. Oh, wow. I didn't even know that. Um, I just called to, to listen in, and I didn't know that I, they actually went through. Oh, no worries. I'll take another call. Keep listening. No, 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 no. It's fine. I do have stuff um, I want to talk about. And okay, I do. I can, I, from, um, pardon? Yes. No, go on. We've got four um, minutes of the show. Make it quick. Okay, okay. My name is Ashley, and I basically and I feel like I'm still in love with this guy that I've never dated, but we, like, almost dated, but I was too nervous, and this was, like, four years ago, and I just I don't know how to get rid of these feelings. Like, I stopped thinking about him, but then Christmas Eve, um, last Christmas Eve, um, all of a sudden, out of the blue, out of nowhere, he just popped up into my mind, and now I can't, like, remove him from my mind. Like, I can when I do activities. But then, like, when I'm just downtime alone, like, I I okay. can't think about okay. him. And then the thing is, I, I haven't you. dated anyone, and I'm 18 years old. And I've um, I've every guy who's asked me out, I've turned them down because I didn't feel the same kind of connection I did with them as I did with him. And I just I feel like no one can add up to that. And since then, I feel like I, I just feel like a mess. Like I'm trying to work on myself right now, and I'm like doing the secret and all kinds of stuff, and going to the gym every day. And like I'm I've gained a lot of weight since then, and I just I feel like I don't know. I just I feel like I need to look my best because I'm a, I started a new school. I started college, and I'm afraid I'm going to see him. And I'm always afraid and like worried I'm going to see him, and I'm not going to look as like as well as I used to back when I was okay. younger. Okay, and I just so, want to know, how can I forget about him? Well, you know, you don't really need to forget about him, but here's something let's take a look at. Uh, let's hear something to look at, and that is, in a way, you're using this guy as kind of like this um, this kind of inspirational tool to help you get to a better place. And In a way, that's kind of interesting. Like, you're obsessing about this dude, and but he's giving you all this incentive to, like, look your best and work out and, like, you know, do the secret. That's what it sounds like. I, I, I think if I got all this right, but you're trying to be well, the I'm best Well, I'm doing the secret for myself. Yeah. It's for I'm yourself. trying okay. to work on myself to be the best for myself because you can't love someone else. And my mom has said it's, it's hard to love someone else unless you love yourself first. And so I'm working on myself so I can love myself. No, I totally get that. But if you want to forget about him, just keep focusing on yourself and realize that, like, Maybe if you notice that you aren't thinking about him during activities and stuff, like maybe it's like sometimes. Like when I was in Paris this summer, I would be out with friends and I just wouldn't think of him. But I made this little declaration to myself that if I saw him in Paris, then maybe we were meant to be together. And three times I saw people who looked exactly like him. Okay, well, I do have to get off the phone. They were. Okay, I'm sorry. I have to wrap this up because we have one one more minute left in the show. Bottom line is. Should I call back next week? Yeah, I would love for you to call back next week, but I'm going to give you a little bit of advice. Keep working on yourself. I love the fact that you're starting with you and that you're taking yourself more seriously and that you're working on loving yourself. That's so important. Now, think of him as a happy surprise and a happy thing to look forward to. Like, it's fun into him at your school, so be it. That's great. Always put yourself first and wonder if you even like him. See what he has to bring to the table. But it's nice to have a crush, and sometimes that's all we need. We need to have a little crush on somebody. And, uh, 
And you don't have to forget about them. Just keep working on you and then and have your little crush and have somebody to masturbate to on your downtime. You know, you're all good. But call <laughs> me next week and get, we'll get into this better later. All right. Thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in to Boy Crazy Radio, sponsored by boycrazy.com. Tune in next Wednesday and every Wednesday, same time, same place, 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Follow me on Twitter at I'm Boy Crazy. You can subscribe to Boy Crazy Radio on iTunes. Yeah, motherfucking iTunes. You can also call me and leave me a message if you can't call in during the live show at area code 888-666-2045. And I don't care what everyone else says about you. I love you. And you know what? I'm going to go out playing this song by Jay Tillman, by Josh Tillman. He's a drummer of Fleet Foxes, but he has a solo project. And here is a song called Hollywood Forever Cemetery that he wrote about me, and I was just in the music video that he shot for it this week, which is very exciting. You'll hear about 25 seconds of it. I love you. Goodbye. The new Sprint LTE Plus network is faster than Verizon and AT&T based on analysis of a recent study by Nielsen. And to celebrate, we're inviting you to join Sprint for the biggest offer in U.S. wireless history. Switch to Sprint and save 50% on most Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile rates. Yep, you heard that right. No gimmicks, no tricks. You have Verizon 6 gigs for $60, 30 with Sprint. And if you have 15 gigs for $100 from AT&T, 50 with Sprint. Even if you have T-Mobile's 10 gigs for $80, we'll give it to you for 40 And we won't force you to watch video in low def. Oh, and one more thing. We'll even pay your switching fees up to $650 per line so you can switch to the Sprint LTE Plus network today. Visit a Sprint store at Sprint.com slash save 50%. Offer coverage not available everywhere for discounted phones. Excludes taxes, surcharges, roaming, and premium content. Subject to new line, $36 activation fee. Credit valid for in Plans may not be exact match. See website for eligible plans. Offer ends 1716 through 1818. Exclusions and restrictions apply. Contract by audio. Reward card requires online registration.